maybe advice to a younger self or maybe advice to my current self is there were so many people before me that turned around and helped me figure out how to get here and mentored me and did different things to kind of help me succeed. My advice to myself would say to turn around and do that for the people coming in as well. Welcome to SSR On Air. I'm Mike Rogers, your host for this monthly podcast brought to you by Smith Seckman Reed. Tune in as I interview leaders, colleagues, and clients about what is going on internally at SSR and in the larger engineering community. March is Women's History Month. We're going to take a different approach to our podcast this month, and we've invited uh, some of our female colleagues from across SSR to sit down and talk about their experiences in the industry and share what's present on their mind. Join us for this two-part series, and take it away, ladies. Okay, so the best or worst advice you've been given? I got some advice um, about six years ago to just blend in. Lovely advice. Mm. I thought that was the worst advice I've ever gotten. Um, I would say the best advice I've ever gotten is in line with what all of us have already said, that standing out is a good thing and being different is a good thing. And you know, the, the value of the different perspective that each of us bring to a project is extremely valuable. It's amazing. Um, I think, I don't know if it was advice, but just something that I've really grasped onto lately um, is a motto that is more personal, I think, than professional, but it can be the same thing. Um, doing my best. I'm doing my best. Yeah. Um, so that personally, professionally, I'm doing the best that I can do on the days that I can do it. And some days, the best that I did was get out of bed in the morning. Um, and then some days, I checked off five things off my to-do list. Some of the best advice I got was networking is an acceptable thing to do. Because, you know, we talked about when you first start, you're kind of afraid to ask questions because you don't want anybody to see, like, your weakness. Somehow you think you're less of an engineer. Uh, and so you, you want to do it all. You want to put your head down. You want to learn and, you know, just, you know, rise above the crop as best you can. Uh, and so I was of the, the, the feeling of like, OK, well, if I did networking or if I did anything that was perceived as overtly feminine, that that was going to be a bad thing and that I shouldn't do any of that. And so uh, one of the best things advice I got was you should network and when you network it doesn't diminish your technical capabilities it just enhances your ability to hear and listen and learn and and actually to enjoy uh, your your work because you're like making friends right so and, and once I started to network and of course I just loved it and that's why I do a lot of business development now but I thought that was that was really some some excellent advice I, I wish I had heard that earlier in my career uh, than what I did but I thought that was excellent um, advice and I've had a lot of bad advice I can't even remember all of it so I'm not even gonna go down that road I guess the one bad the bad advice I um, remember it goes into the good advice too is so when I was at the job in Memphis, the recruiter who hired me, 
he I kept saying y'all because I'm from Alabama and you guys we live in Tennessee so y'all is just a thing yeah and so he was like if you want this job you can you should stop saying y'all they're not gonna take you seriously you sound like a country Mm -hmm. like bumpkin basically and I was sitting here like my gosh, I've been saying um, you all, isn't it like <laughs> normal to me? I was like, okay, what should I say? So I got the job and then I get there. So for the first few weeks, I was so nervous of just being myself because I was like, I can't let a y'all slip up. And then everybody was saying y'all. Yeah. So <laughs> I was really upset. So the best advice one of it was to just be you. If you're authentic and you're really saying true to who you are, when it comes to the business world, professional and networking, people start trusting you, mm-hmm. it builds relationship, and it just helps you do your job better, in my opinion. And I feel like that worst advice, I don't know, I hope you never told anybody else that. <laughs> uh, but for me, it pushed me now when I hear of just, just be you mm-hmm. and do good to people and be good to people and then it'll yep. take you a long way. The spaces are opening up more for women too, and so it's kind of cool to see. Like now, we're all six years plus in our career, so we're able to help mm-hmm. those people getting into it with the organizations we're a part of. And you see more, you're seeing more women around. So every time, even the SSR, like mm-hmm. um, seeing the one wire come out, and I, if I see a woman or a person of color, I'm at my desk clapping silently. Yes, yes we're getting yes, there. Exactly. <laughs> Just simply because these spaces are now opening up, and it's not. Like they were being intentional to not have those people, but there's a lot of things that go, like goes with it. Of one, when I grew up, this industry, I had no idea. I saw a building which was just a building. Like mm-hmm. I had no yeah. idea that it got built by like, like there were people. Of, yeah, so yeah. many different people Literally. involved. Yeah, yeah. Teams and teams. yeah. And so now the education side of it, of going to those schools, you talk about of saying like this is an option for you outside of being a nurse, which nothing's wrong with being a nurse, or but yeah. being a teacher. There's other things out there too you could do, and you can figure out what you like. So that's been exciting. Oh, for sure. And every time I go to like a high school or a middle school, because that's when you get them when you're young, mm-hmm. you know, and you show them that, hey, you look like me and you can do this too. One of the things I always tell everybody is engineering is really special because I feel like everybody when they're younger, they want to be a, a lawyer, they want to be a doctor, they want to help people, you know. But what we do every day here helps hundreds of thousands of people. I mean, the hospitals that we build make people better the bridges keep people safe like everything we do impacts so many people everyone in this building and it's really special to do something like that you don't have to be a nurse or a doctor to to be helping people you can be an engineer and it can be really fun right because you know you think about it the car you drive the street that you're on the entire built environment of our world is made by engineers. We want representation in our built spaces. We build our built environment, everything that we experience. And so you need women doing that too. You can't have every single thing out there built by men. I mean, especially when it comes to healthcare. Yeah. Because uh, women make most of the decisions when it comes to healthcare. Right. So you think about those spaces and what they need, that's like a vital piece of the puzzle, I feel like. Yes. Yeah. And pediatrics, especially to moms and the, the because. You know, just based on they're going to, the majority of the time, be the one that's there with their kids. They're going to be the one that's just expected to carry that load and take that on and deal with that. And so if you don't have someone at the table that's a female to have that perspective, then if all males are designing that room, then it's the little things that can make someone feel comfortable or stress someone out. And I think in the built space especially, there are these things that are so small 
but are really noticeable to those that are in that space. So say like having a mother's room um, is a big one. Um, So just having a space, one, but then also thinking about where's the plug in that space? Is it by the sink? That's not helpful. Someone has to sit in a chair to actually do the pumping at the space. Is there some place they can put their laptop? Is that table too small to put a laptop on? Again, you're not thinking about the actual person that's going to be in this space. I think that goes across any career, government, anything. Like, you shouldn't be doing something that's for something you've never experienced, you know, without at least asking questions or trying to find answers to how to address those issues from the people that experience them. So it's like mm-hmm. if you are trying to design a wellness room, you should maybe talk to a mom <laughs> or someone that has a mental, dis- mental, you know, is on the spectrum or is ne- neurotypical to see what would help them specifically on a day-to-day basis so that you can put the plugs in the right space and make the chairs the right type and the mirror is the right size and in the right spot so that those little things will make spending that time in that space so much more enjoyable Mm -hmm. so that it's not an annoyance those little minor stressors that can the, all of those teeny tiny stressors. I've, I've got it in an extension cord. I can't put this on my desk. There's no sink in this room. I can't see myself when I go outside. Those are major. Those all those tiny little things add up to something that gives you anxiety. When if you just asked somebody or thought about it or had somebody in the room, you could have just made it so that they don't have to think. They come mm-hmm. in. They use the space and they leave and it was pleasant. There was no stress. There was no anxiety. So yeah. I think that's I that's my goal. That's my passion is building spaces where people are healthy in them and feel good in them. And um, creating projects that do that is just really, really rewarding, mm-hmm. I think. I like a lot of our clients are, are, are women, you know, so it's kind of nice that uh, uh, we are across the table and we represent um, what our client is expecting because that's who they are as well. So, you know, it's that's that's nice. I've had that happen on a number of occasions where I've gone in and actually done some shortlist interviews and uh, brought, um, you know, Rebecca Lynn, Rebecca Richardson, Lindy Thomas. You know, we've actually had several client interviews where the predominance of the client were women. And they remarked, it's like, oh, that's so nice and refreshing to see that, you know, SSR is, has got uh, some women that are doing this work, you know, so that they felt comfortable because, you know, clients want to feel comfortable talking about what they need or want. And um, sometimes that's hard for them. And especially if it's a if it's a client that they do one project, you know, in a lifetime. So, um, yeah, I think uh, I think it's all good to somebody who's interested. There's so many fantastic opportunities out there for women. Valuable, valuable opportunities that I think that every young woman should at least look into and should explore because you never know what you'll be interested in. Had I told six year old me I'd be doing math all day. She would have lost her mind, but I love it, and it's fun, and I enjoy it, and the benefits are great, the jobs are steady, and there's just more and more coming out. I mean, there's such a demand, so I would tell them to really look into it, whether you like math or not, 
look into it. You don't have to be a genius. I think there's this perception when you're younger that if you're not naturally talented or gifted at math, you can't go into engineering, which isn't true. You can get good at anything if you try it. And if you want it, and if you're passionate about it, you can, you can make it work. But to a younger version of me starting out at SSR, I would stress that, you know, we're in a technical field and as women, there's such a pressure to know your field, to be the expert and to learn everything you can. And you want that because it will give you a sense of competence mm -hmm. and confidence, but that takes 20 years. Mm -hmm. So what's your Russian for? Just enjoy it, network. There's, there's so many other things that you can do with that time rather than trying to ingest 10 years worth of information and too so engineering i think is so broad so broad so i think if you're if you like to solve problems i think that's the best description of an engineer is that that's what we do we solve problems in the most efficient and best way um so we're always right because we think the best but um so i think that's so it's not necessarily just math and it's it's a way right. of thinking about things like math is used to fix the problems and a lot of problems, but it's like, I'm a mechanical engineer and that spectrum is so wide. Like Laura was talking about materials, started out at materials. Like it's a, it was a process of what do you not like doing? <laughs> Cause I was like, don't like this, 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 and this. And then I finally lucked out and took one, one building science class. And I was like, oh, this, I kind of like. I like doing this because I live in a building, I work in a building, I'm in buildings all day, so dealing with buildings sounds like a relevant thing to me and what I would want to do. So, yeah, I think um, finding out what you don't like doing, I think is just as important as finding out what you do. One of the things that really bums me out is when um, you, you see a freshman in college and they say, oh, I'm doing terrible in physics one, I'm going to drop out in engineering and I'm going to go do something. And you're just like going, you know what? You don't have to get an A. So many of us was like really good in high school. Like, you know, mom and dad are high five and everybody's saying, oh, isn't, you know, she's so smart or he's so smart. And then when you get into college, you're like hanging out with all these other smart people. And then you're like going, oh, I'm not the smartest one in the room. And then so then all of a sudden you think, well, I'm not any good at this. And I just want to say, just hang in there, you know, so you're going to get a C for complete. Okay, that's fine. Please you know, yes. C for complete, you know, if you get a D, okay, fine, D for done. But you know, just <laughs> just stay stay in there, you know, don't give up and uh and then you'll eventually get there because it, it, you don't have to be a straight A graduate in engineering to get a job. It certainly helps to have good grades. Don't get me wrong, you don't want to be a flunk out, but just don't give up. That's what really bums me out is that they just give up too soon. I would say mentorship is very very important. So people underestimate the power of that uh, there's unintentional mentors and an intentional mentorship and then sometimes it's not just professional so maybe mentorship for your professional life for your family life for your friends different ways but unintentional ones goes back to what Laura was saying about networking mm -hmm. is that there are people speaking your name in rooms that you'll never even know your name was spoken in there like putting you up for promotions and opportunities and things like that and so when you're out there meeting people and making those connections it only really just helps 
your career. Um, and so that's what I tell my younger self to, to network, which thankfully that's my job. So, <laughs> so she like, it's what you're good so, at? Yeah, so I'm great at. Yeah, so that, that helps. But the, maybe before I um, came to SSR, I wasn't networking at all. I was just like, get a job, figure it out, like figure life out. And then I realized all the opportunities there are for networking and the people I know now, like there's women that are VPs and companies who are pushing for me to be the board of women in healthcare, to be a part of this things over here that I'm like, I have no experience. They're like, but you can do it. So yeah. you're going to do it. <laughs> and so I do it in that way. So I think in the same kind of vein as what you said, Carly, maybe advice to a younger self or maybe advice to my current self is there were so many people before me that turned around and helped me figure out how to get here and mentored me and did different things to kind of help me succeed. My advice to myself would say to turn around and do that for the people coming in as well to, um, you know, help them along in their career, answer all the questions that feel dumb, like you have no idea what you're doing, but really everybody has those questions. And so kind of just acknowledging um, how we can help pull others along, maybe other women up to where we are. Thanks for joining us for this episode of SSR On Air. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also connect with us on social media. Links to everything can be found in the show's notes. Take care, everyone. See you next time.